Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today I'm here with the one and only Sean Josiah. How are you doing, Sean? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me, Simone. It's been a pleasure. Um, doing great so far. You know, things are getting busy, especially during the lockdown when everything is going online. You know, um, so definitely, do, definitely doing some really busy stuff. But because of the lockdown, if you're online, things are exploding. So that's a good news. Well, that, that's your cup of tea. That's your cup of tea here. In fact, I remember when you were <laughs> talking about it, it's like, well, I cannot go on holiday. I cannot go anywhere. So that's where the business is growing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In fact, this is the best time for, for all of, for everyone who is doing offline businesses to pivot online. You know, um, so I am blessed to have my business fully online to start because I run an affiliate marketing business um, as well as uh, I run an affiliate marketing product um, that's hosted online. So everything's online and now is in fact the best time to come online. Everything's exploding here. So 100%. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So for those of you that don't know Sean, let me tell you something a bit more about him. Uh, he's a seven-figure affiliate marketer. He's Les Brown, number one affiliate just let it sink in. Les Brown, number one <laughs> affiliate. Les Brown has a lot of affiliates, just to put it into context. Um, and a multiple time ClickBank Platinum Award winner, um, award member who runs an affiliate marketing program called Perpetual Income 365 with the aim of helping the extraordinary person generate a full-time income while having a nine to five job. So uh, welcome to the show again. This is uh, is a great conversation because I never... Um, told like in, or during a show, during a podcast, um, someone that knows affiliate marketing as well as you do. And so what I want to know first, before we go into the do's and the don'ts, the ins and the outs, um, why did you choose uh, affiliate marketing? Like what's, what's your journey in affiliate marketing? Well, uh, it started way back, um, way back when I was in university. Um, I, was in, I started, uh, I did my undergraduate in London. King's College London in my first year and that was like five six years back uh, I think five yeah about six years back um, and that was when uh, I was in London I was telling myself you know what I don't think that I can ever fit into the working society I think that I'm not someone who's going to sit behind the desk and just you know come from do my nine to five every day and so I was looking for a way out I was looking to make an extra income that can hopefully replace my job and that was when I went on to sign up for different seminars. So I did um, try. I did try to sell ebook on Amazon. Paid a couple of thousands to learn that. Um, didn't work out. I tried to do forex investing. Um, didn't work out. I tried to trade the markets. Um, didn't work out. You know. Um, so I, I tried all this stuff. I spent uh, over five figures um, trying to to buy new courses and all until I I tried uh, affiliate marketing as one of the um, as one of the outlets right and um, right after that right after graduating from that from that course I paid about four grand for that I realized that all the successful students actually had to invest even more in fact five figures more to acquire traffic so mm -hmm. that was when that was when I realized wow if I want to make this work you know I am just an undergraduate I don't have a, a I, I'm not getting paid Right, so in, if I want to make this work, I have to fork out my last twelve thousand dollars just to buy traffic, and uh, that was when everything changed. You know, that was when I asked my 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 girlfriend, who is my current wife right now. I asked her, um, "What if I would go all in? Would you be supportive of it?" And she's like, 
what's holding you back? If you really believe it, you got to go all in and don't look back. Hmm. <laughs> that was when I said, all right, if you are fine with that, then I'm just going to give, give, give you my all. Go all in, burn the bridges and don't look back. And that was how we all got, that was how we all got started. I got started um, in my second year of university after graduating from that program, invested $12,000. Um, it was really painful. That was my last dollars in my bank. Um, I broke even in about eight, seven to eight months, uh, broke even from the investment. And from there, it's all profit, right? So that was the, the, that was the journey um, that I, 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 I took. And then um, I realized that, hey, I actually could do this um, like full time if I really mm -hmm. want to. And as a student in, in, in university, I didn't have much. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of time to work on a business because school is just like two hours a day. Yeah. So yeah. most of the time I was, while my friends are partying out there, they're clubbing, you know, I was, uh, I was working on my business. So that was when everything exploded. I reinvested every cent that I made back, um, became Les Browns number one affiliate two years later. Um, and there was also uh, when I met Simone in London. So that, I met yeah, <laughs> I met him, met Simone at an event actually, uh, and you know things just transited from there. And I decided to that my passion is teaching this stuff. I need to help more people in this stuff. Um, and that's when I started to do speaking gigs in London with the help of Simone. Uh, and then I I decided you know speaking life is too tiring. I need to go online. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I, I remember. There are, there are a few things. I, I want to stop you here because there are a few things, a few questions I want to ask you. Um, uh, so there was a, a pivotal moment when you ask your girlfriend, uh, if, you are going all, if I'm going all in, will you be supportive? Uh, how old were you at the time? Just to put, mm -hmm. to, to put some context. Wow, amazing. Cool. Now, how old? Yeah, how old were you when your oh, girlfriend how said? How old yeah. were you? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, I thought I heard. Uh, I, I thought I heard you said you were also doing it. Like, no, like no, 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 no. How old oh. were you when you asked your girlfriend? When you said to your girlfriend, "I want to go all in." 20, 21, 22. 23 years old. Twenty-three. I was, I so was twenty-three. I, yeah. Now, that's not. Uh, uh, I, I can see a lot of me in in you as well, mm -hmm. like in what, in what you did, because I started my first business when I was 23, uh, 22. Ooh, nice. And uh, I remember um, making an investment of about like 30 grand on a public speaking course. Wow. And uh, I didn't have that money. So it was all like a very long payment plan. And, oh, but I knew oh. it was, uh, I knew it was the right thing. Like I knew it was the right thing. I would not be where I am without making, making that investment. And I want to check with you to know from you, like how important was the support of your girlfriend and your wife now in what you do? I, I would say uh, what would break or make your business is completely uh, related to your relationship with your partner. Um, hundred percent relevant because if you have someone who's always playing safe um, and if you are a person who's a risk taker, uh, you will get swayed by, the other, by your partner's decision. So uh, if your, your partner is not supportive, chances are you are not going to take that, take that leap of faith, right? Um, because you would rather please your partner than to, to please your own, uh, your own desire or that small little voice in you. Um, you know, so it, it, takes, uh, it takes a great amount of faith to, to go against that if you really want to go against that, which I wouldn't recommend. So I would say... If you are someone who um, who's in this in a situation where 
you're facing um, some, some kind of resistance with your partner, it's really good to sit down and talk to your partner and tell her that this is your one chance, this is your one shot. And if you don't take it now, you will never take it again. And hopefully, you know, you get, a, get the message across. So uh, what do you think, Simone? Uh, I think uh, you're, you're right. Uh, I'm blessed that my partner, uh, Lovella, supports me in, in everything I do. She will question me. So it's not like a blind following. It's like uh, if I want to do something crazy, she will say, okay, but have you, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And so she will help me also see if that is a right decision. But ultimately, we are supportive of each other's decision. Uh, I remember when uh, she wanted to invest in a £20,000 mastermind. And uh, <laughs> when, when she told me, it's like, it's like are you, she asked me, are you okay if I, if I do that? And my answer was, is it something you want to do? Like, do you believe is the right thing? Because at the end of the day, I have no control over her life. I have no control over her decision. And I don't know what's right or wrong for her. That's her decision to make ultimately. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know and I've seen that people, that partners that support each other in business, that's why I asked, they have way more chances to succeed. Um, yep. And then the next question I want to ask for you, I want to ask you is, uh, uh, you know, I love events. You mm -hmm. love online. Mm -hmm. I do online because I have to right now, but I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to go back and running live events. Trust me. I, yeah. <laughs> I, as much as there is a lot of fun talking in front of a camera, I love people. I'm Italian. I want to hug people. So <laughs> I want to ask you, like, because when we work on your event, uh, when yeah. you launched it in London, which actually was a good success for you running the first time, you, you, yeah. for, for a first time event, I was like, oh, I made all this money. I'm like, for first time event, like, yeah. it took me like three years before I made the same amount. But anyway, <laughs> uh, with how, your help, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. But <laughs> uh, how was the, your experience moving from online to offline? And what do you find the difference, the major difference to be? Okay. So, uh, okay. First of all, let's just say that there's a lot more satisfaction with live events. Right. Um, that I, I can't discount that. That is the truth. With live events as a coach, you get way more satisfaction when you see your students succeed, when you see your student interacting with you. Um, that's because there's that human touch there. Right. Um, now, uh, but if you don't have a strong system, a strong platform, a strong system, uh, system and processes for you to follow up with your students, for you to really, um, uh, really. Uh, track their progress after they graduate from your from the event, then that's where trouble is going to come, right? So a strong system is like a strong support system where, uh, where you know, if there's help, if they need help, you know, if they're always going to go to you and if you are the only expert, if there's no support, um, if there's no teamwork, if there's no like, uh, like, like no community, uh, which is something that I was lacking back then, then you are definitely going to get drained out you will be so drained out uh, because you are constantly trying to help people, trying to help them progress instead of growing your business, instead of growing yourself, right? And that was the mistake that I made. You know, I was so eager just to jump to live events, but there's nothing, there's no system in place. Now, um, if when I go online, the, the main mission is to reach as many people as possible. So the, the difference between online and offline is in, on the online space, there's scale, there's scalability, Right? And that's where you can reach one to many at the same time. And it can be anywhere in the world. So if you want to reach out to the masses, um, then go online. That is my personal take. Um, and you can, 
you can in fact um, reduce the prices of your, of your courses if you go online because number one, there's no overhead cost, there's no need to book an event space, there's no need to book places to do seminars, uh, to do previews, right? Um, now you can cut out, cut out the courses, uh, cost as well so that you can get more masses in and then you decide to serve only the people who are serious when they, when they pick up your high ticket upsell yeah. at the, on, on the back end. Yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. I'm hundred percent with you. Like, uh, of course, on one side, I miss. I really miss the live events uh, because that's what gives me the buzz. I, I'm yeah. a I'm a stage <laughs> person. Like, I, I'm I'm a performer. That's what that's you what are. You are. I remember you using that that <laughs> <laughs> and the DJ doing exactly. <laughs> on the other side, uh, we actually run a more profitable business now during a pandemic in a lockdown mm-hmm. than we were before. Because all the costs that were associated in running live events, they're even in live training, they've been massively reduced. I think we saved more than like 50,000, like 50 to 60,000 pounds a year. Just wow. that, that we're in venues, you know, workbooks, all, the, all these things, and they, they are not there anymore. So wow. there is a, always a trade-off. Now, in a lot of episodes, we talk about you know, how to create your own courses, how to sell them, but you're doing something which is different. I, mm-hmm. As an affiliate, I know you're also a course creator, but as an affiliate, you the main business model that you started with was promoting other people's product yes. for, for a cut. So if someone, and I know, for example, there is a lot of opportunities because uh, I have a lot of softwares or a lot of things that I use that I absolutely love that I know that can help others. Mm-hmm. And I use some of the affiliate model also to add extra revenues. So if someone wants to get started to promote other people's product because they know they are a good fit for their list or for their audiences, um, what are some of, let's first of all, let's look at what are some of the the best practices uh, if you want to get started and you're starting from scratch? Okay, so uh, the best practices, um, number one, know what the audience want. Right. Know who are your target audience, uh, know who they are, uh, what they stand for. So the product that you are going to promote has to be congruent with you. It has to be congruent with your audience. Right. It, it can't be something that's totally irrelevant. You know, if you are teaching people how to make money online, if that's your main niche, you can't possibly say this is a this is a weight loss offer. How this how to make six packs. Right. So I would say uh, you definitely have to be congruent with your messaging, congruent with what you're going to promote. Now, the second thing is you got you to find products um, that are relevant, right? So um, not only are they relevant, but they are, if you're an expert, if you are a speaker, your, your reputation is on the line. So whatever that you promote is going to be, um, it's gonna, that's going to be an image or that's going to be a bearing on you. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you pick the right people to promote, right? So it has to be someone uh, that you respect, share the same value, um, and then you pick that person to do a cross promotion, right? So if that person has a list, if you have a list, and if you both have products, then you can do a cross promotion. Even so, if you if you do not have a product, right, you can still use affiliate marketing to to increase your revenue because you have a list, right? So um, uh, I would say those are some of the best practices, you know, to be congruent and to find the right people to promote. 100%. Uh, what are some of the things actually the, the, the most common mistakes that people make uh, when uh, they venture themselves into affiliate marketing or as well some of the mistakes that you've made that you were like oh 
I've lost either so much money in here or I totally wasted my time because uh, I know you have done many <laughs> promotions and uh, yeah. I'm assuming not all of them gave you, you were the number one affiliate. <laughs> no, 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 not, not okay. all for sure. <laughs> uh, very good, very, very good question. So um, some of the, the main issues people face when they first start affiliate business is they give up too soon. Um, that is the, the first thing. Um, some of you guys listening to this may not have an email list, right? Um, you may not have an affiliate program to promote. But the thing is, before you start any affiliate program, I would suggest building a list first, right? So building a list um, in a way where you give out and you give out a free ethical bribe. So it can be a form of an ebook, free MP3, a free podcast series, a free uh, whatever it is that's have that's value. And then you just put it onto a, a very simple landing page with the opt-in box. And then you just start capturing leads. You can share it on a Facebook group. You can run ads, you know. So that is the first thing. Now, a lot of people give up after they build that list with a, a, with a significant amount of money. And then when they start selling stuff, the stuff doesn't convert, mm. right? So usually along maybe the third or the fourth month, when they realize that they have burned out so much money trying to build that list, and the things that they are promoting just in converting, they are like, this is dumb. I'm going I'm, I'm to just leave this aside. But the truth is, if you want to get profitable with this business, you have to continue building that list despite, despite right, um, not being profitable in the first six months. Because there's going to be a break-even point. Right? So as you grow your list, as your list grows bigger, as you continue to invest, right, um, you're going to get more traction to your messaging. And sooner or later, you're going to you continue promoting uh, uh, all the different offers once you hit that break even point it's probably going to take about six to eight months then that's where all the profit starts coming in but usually people give up at the peak of their losses but that's actually the, the point where things are starting to get better where, where, where revenue is starting to increase because your cost stays the same just remember this when you are uh, mm. running ads to yeah. your list your cost stays the same it's like this but your list is growing like this so as it grows, this is the break-even point. And if you were to give up before this, then I'm sorry, you're going to waste a lot of money. So I'd say that is one of the biggest cause of failures uh, as, as an affiliate, as you know, if you're starting out. Um, the biggest mistake I made was, uh, was spamming my list. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me okay, more. so, so um, as we all know, sending, sending emails to your list is what drives the revenue, right? Yep. So... As you, um, so if you go with me with the logical flow, the more emails you send, the more reach you have, right? The more reach you have, the more sales you make. Simple as that. Now, the, the, the problem is, yeah, the problem is um, there was this one period of time where I, I saw that I was making a lot more money sending a lot more emails, right? I was sending about like seven emails a day. And that was, <laughs> I'm not even, not even kidding. Not even kidding. So I was testing out the market, yeah. right? And I was like, I think that was my, that was like my, my, my first year through the business. Um, really bad mistake that, that, that I made. What happens is my autoresponder got shut down. I got banned. You lost so everything. I lost everything. I didn't back my list up. Um, the autoresponder didn't let me in. They said that you were, uh, you were complain. You have too much complaints. Too much, too many people click on the spam button, and that's where I realized it's better to go slow and steady and yeah. grow your business than to shoot for the moon and then you burn off everything and then you 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 lose the fuel in your rocket, everything gets taken away. 
that was the mistake. <laughs> Man, that's that hurts. That hurts. Was that, that was hurt. that a big list or it, um, it was about, uh, compared at the time, of course. Uh, that time was like 15,000 subscribers. Oof, it, yes. it was significant enough to, to feel the burn, to feel the pain. <laughs> you can feel it. You can feel it. It's not I five people. It. It's not it's a not. list of five so people. I, the last time I backed that list out was about two months prior. So that was like half the list size. So I only saved half my list. The rest of it were gone. Yeah. So a lot of lessons here. Back up your list. Number one. 100%. <laughs> Other lesson is don't spam. So what do you see like now, because you've sent a lot of emails and I'm assuming that your affiliate sales, uh, actually, let me, let me ask you, do your affiliate sales come mainly from email marketing or do you have a more like rounded, like there is text messages, there is messenger bots, like, cause also the email marketing um, field has evolved uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times with uh, more people sending emails, decreasing open rates, uh, decreasing click-through rates and so on. So um, what's your sales system? Is that mainly through emails or do you have other things that you put on top? Uh, good question. Uh, so a lot of people think that, you know, you have to be on every single platform. I think that that is, that is true as well. You have to be, uh, you have to be, you have to be omniscient. You have to be everywhere, but you have to have a call. You have to have a core focus. So my core is email marketing and I only use email marketing for my business. Uh, I know that um, I should be venturing out to more platforms like Facebook, uh, Messenger, uh, um, chat, chat messaging, uh, Messenger bot, that kind of stuff. But um, I haven't built that yet because I'm focusing on one engine to make it robust, make it strong. Mm-hmm. So everything that I do, my entire affiliate business runs only on email. So people say that, you know, people say that email marketing is dead. Yeah, in fact, I, 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 actually, what would you say to those people that say that email marketing doesn't work or is dead? <laughs> then, then I'll just say, you can just stay out of email marketing and let us do the, make the profits. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. So, yeah. I, man, I love your focus though, because you're saying it's like, yes, there are all these things, but I won't become really good at this. And this is the mm. core of my business. And mm. it takes uh, guts to take a decision. It takes focus as well to not get distracted because there are new tools and new softwares and new lead generation system uh, coming in left, right and center. And um, I actually envy you a bit because I'm one of these people that I love testing new stuff. So yeah. I have I have my email list and then I have the chatbots and now I started sending video sales messages and, <laughs> and, and all that. But I can see that um, definitely like the depth that you achieve from focusing on one platform and becoming the best that you can at it can actually mm-hmm. give you more results that doing a bit of everything so that's a that's a reminder as well for me it is a hundred hundred percent um maybe i just i I, i'll just add um with email marketing as compared to most other platforms um messenger chatbots you can't send more than i think one message per day or i think that's a that's a limit to how many there's a 24 hour 24 hour window Yes, there's a 24 hour window window and you can send only like a very short broadcast and then to take an action or to click something to get the rest. And now they also needed to press if they want to receive a message after the 24 hour window, they need to press another button to say that they want to be notified. Wow, that is that is so limited, right? So, you know, Mm -hmm. what is the other best alternative to get your message in front of someone in the text format? 
um, in like, you know, like instantaneously, like in front of their phones, it's emails, right? And it has yeah. been working for the past 20, 50 years, and it will still be working because emails is personalized to you. So right now we all know that the, the, the most expensive form of currency is attention, right? It's, it's yeah. attention. If you can get someone's attention for two minutes on your phone and get them to take an action, you have already won half the battle, right? So two minutes with, is a long time. It, is, <laughs> it's, yeah, it feels like it a short a, time, but it's a damn mm-hmm. long time. <laughs> It is 100%. So if you can get your, your messaging in an email, which can fit a lot more text as compared to a chatbot, and you yeah. can send a lot more times per day, right? Like two times, three times even, right? Then that's the most valuable asset that you're going to have because this is going to come straight up to somebody's phone in front of their eyes, all attention on you. So I would say if you're not doing email marketing, then... Uh, it's fine. Let, let us let us do the work. Sean will take care of it. Don't worry, everyone. Sean will take care of it. Um, Send at least to me. I want I want to ask you now. The what's the limit? What's the line? Because uh, you went from uh, like spamming your list to mm-hmm. I'm assuming finding a nice balance where okay. it's a nice balance between uh, profit and sales yeah. and as well not getting people pissed off and complaining about the number of emails that they receive. So what have you found to be the balance for you? Okay. So I found a balance to be three at max per day, three, all right. So three emails per day at max. Uh, so th- um, what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is three touch points. Okay. So touch points from the same person. All right. Um, there's a little trick that you can use here uh, that I can share with you guys. So out of these three touch points, two of them can be your personal name. And the third one can be your company's name. Does it make sense? So, mm-hmm. um, it so that increases, um, you know, uh, the the that increases how fresh you look in that email. So instead of having three from the same person look spammy, now you have two, right? So, um, out of these three, one of them is sent to the unopens of the previous day's email. So it's not just three fresh emails, but one of them is actually to the people who hasn't opened the message from the previous day. So you yeah. can do like um, 9 a.m. in the morning and then you can send to the unopens of the previous day's uh, uh, mailer, any one of the two, right? At like 2 p.m. And then you can send out one more last fresh one at like 9 p.m., right? So it's like a 12-hour difference. So mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there's too much emails going on. Um, and I would say three is the max that I would go right now. I think and and is that the same content or different content in the emails? Okay, so now here's the thing. You have to know what you're sending. Um, if, you are, if you are promoting one product for like a week, right, then um, you have to use different email swipes, different email copies. Reasons because um, if someone opens email A and doesn't click, right, if he sees email B and it's the same content, he's probably not going to click, right? <laughs> Makes but sense. If he sees email B and if it's, another, if it's a whole new fresh angle, a whole new fresh hook, he might click it, all right? So if it's the same promotion for the same product, you know, you want to make sure that every single copy is different and then you send out the best open rates or the best click-through rates as a, as, as a, um, as a resend, right? Mm-hmm. For the next day as a resend. Yeah. So you, you, you resend that email, change the subject line, right? Because chances are that person didn't open the first, in the first place because subject line wasn't catchy enough. Yeah, change sure. the subject line, but if the body is good, you can keep the content because he hasn't even opened it. He hasn't seen it yet, but change the subject line so that there's another hook there is, right? For him to open it up and then see that content. 
So that so, that's gold. So maximum, like we're looking at maximum three touch points a day. Two that can be from your name. One can be from a company name. Uh, yeah. That's something actually I never tried. I'm definitely going to give it a go. Because uh, generally, go, all my, I, I use uh, uh, to my database, uh, we have an email a day that we send to our list. But mm-hmm. the, the email comes from, uh, is always my personal account. Like mm-hmm. Simone, mm-hmm. Simone Vincenzi. So I never tried to send it from a company one. Huh? I'll give it a go. That's it. interesting. That's really interesting. It's going to increase sales for sure. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that. I can see why. I can see why. I don't, yeah. I'm sold on it. Um, nice. Then the other thing to do, making sure that the content of the email is different, the content of the campaign is different. And then even in with these touch points, you can send you know, the, one of the emails, uh, the one that had the most, uh, the best copy or the best like open rate or open click through rate, rate to yes. the people that did not open the day yes. before. Uh, so then they received uh, this fresh content. They haven't opened the email anyway. And that's something that you can track within that's your email software. Um, talking okay. about software, I've got two more questions before we wrap up. Uh, man, it's like mm-hmm. time time flies when we have fun. I'm uh, here, no worries. <laughs> uh, it is so great. It's such a, like an insightful interview uh, from because uh, awesome. you, you live and breathe this thing every single day. Every uh, day, yes. That, that's, that, that's your life. So <laughs> I'm excited is. to ask you these questions. Uh, now, the question I want to ask is like, do you have like, what is the software that, because a lot of people, they get caught up into which one is the best software, what email software yeah. shall I use? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get those questions all the time from the people that you mentor and that you work with. Yeah. Um, what is the one that you use and why? And mm-hmm. is there like a, the best software or, or not? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's explore okay. these topics. Good one. Very good one. Because uh, everyone thinks that uh, the more expensive something is, the better. Um, not true, not true, all right? So in order for you to, okay, let's, let's just say the better question here is not so much of which software, but how clean is your list, all right? How clean is your list? If your list is clean, clean means that, you know, every single email you send, you have an open rate of at least 10%, mm-hmm. right? That is clean, right? Um, so if your list is... <sighs> Has it. Got a clean one. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, if it says like an open rate of 50%, I was like, man, I got work to do. But 10%, I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. I, I mean, 13%, right, um, 13 to 15%. <laughs> let's go. That is, that is very high. That is very high. To be honest, that is very high. So um, my, my list right now uh, is clean. I have, I have a list of about 360,000 people, right? And it's... You got way more than me. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I live and breathe this thing, right? So that is as yeah. of now, but I, I'm constantly getting 12 to 15% open rates, right? That's and good. the reason That's is really because um, I do this thing called list hygiene that is automated in my software uh, every 30 days. So every 30 days, I'll remove people who didn't open my list, uh, didn't open my emails for the last 30 days on an automated, uh, on an automated basis, right? So, Ooh. yeah. Okay. It, it keeps it super clean. Right, because I'm sending out at least an email per day, and if you haven't opened yeah. any email from me last thirty days, that means that you're probably not interested. You're probably a hard bounce or a soft bounce. That means you know your email is full, um, and that's going to affect this thing called the IP pool, right? Yeah. The, the the IP server pool that you are in. So it's not a matter of which email responder you are in. In fact, you picking the email responder is solely based on the functionality that it provides. So for example, I'm I'm with Sandlane, right? Um, uh, Jimmy Kim is a good friend of mine, the founder of Sandlane. Now, Sandlane has got tons of automation that I can use uh, as compared to um, other platforms, 
right? So even though Sandlane is more expensive, but what I require is that integration that it can provide plus the functionality. But in terms of the deliverability, uh, I would say as long as you keep your list clean, you will be in the, the highest IP pool yeah. with the rest of the other senders. And you will always stay there until your open rate starts dropping. The complaint rate starts increasing. You know, um, Then that is where they'll drop you down to a lower IP pool. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that is where a deliverability will be affected. And you are, you are going to get stuck in that pool unless you clean your list. That, that's fascinating because uh, like I clean my list uh, um, about once a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I clean it, but it's not a deep clean like you do. And definitely not like it's mainly like the hard bounds, uh, even the people that are not opening, I leave them there. And the reason, and the reason why, and I want to, to hear your opinion on this. Like mm-hmm. I remember I bought, uh, uh, that's what influenced my decision actually to run it in this way. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with James Wedmore. Um, uh-huh. James Wedmore does a, like a lot of, a, email marketing and uh, it, it, it started it became really known doing youtube training that was uh, i think about 10 years ago when i started now it runs podcast and does more like business mentoring but what it got known at the beginning was youtube training and i remember i subscribed to his list for about a year and a half mm-hmm. and in one year and a half after the first opt-in i didn't open any email but i was mm-hmm. seeing it but i didn't open anything and okay. after a year and a half, then I jumped on a webinar and I bought like a thousand dollar there. That's it. Wow. And so that influenced my decision on even if someone might not open my emails, one day they might open and buy. Mm-hmm. But now you're saying something different here, which mm-hmm. I understand also where you're coming from. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to be in the highest possible pool of IPs mm-hmm. because if I'm not, then it affects all the other that I have. Yeah. So what are your thoughts around this? Nice. Um, okay, let, let me share my perspective. So those people who are, who are inactive for the last 30 days, you know, there are two options that you can do. The first one is you can entirely remove them from a the list, mm-hmm. all right? And you can just save, keep these leads, right? The second option is you can create a re-engagement campaign for them, right. okay? So re-engagement campaign is something that um, you, can, you can set up, uh, set up this list that is, that, is, um, that is connected to an automation series that has got a seven days re-engagement campaign. So mm-hmm. the emails in the re-engagement campaigns are super clickbaity, right? For example, claim your free gift now, mm-hmm. something like that. Or for example, expires in 24 hours, right? Or for example, things like- My, my present, my gift for you. My gift for you, exactly. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just... one of the still is one of the headlines that gets my highest open rate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, people love free stuff, so it's yeah, the clickbaity yeah. stuff goes in there. Um, things like uh, uh, just normal title, like I'm sorry, that is also good, or or just one word, mm-hmm. goodbye, goodbye, right? That's really good. So all these um, clickbaity headlines goes into that re-engagement campaign, and you can set it up wow. for seven days. If, like still no, if still no one opens that seven, um, off they go. If they open it, you can set it on, on, on an automation uh, basis where if they open, they get re-added back into your mid list. I that, love it. That, I love it. Thank, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Last question I have for you. Number one <laughs> affiliate of Les Brown. Man, mm-hmm. how, how many affiliates were competing just out of curiosity? Um, I, the leaderboard is more than 50 affiliates. So I, I'm not too sure. <laughs> But uh, definitely, there were more than that. 
knowing knowing less yeah. uh yeah how was that experience for you uh from from start to finish like were you expecting what did you go in already knowing that you were going to win or oh, completely unexpected um yeah so uh i think what i did correctly or what i did right was this thing called pre-framing um what i did is i pre-framed my audience to look forward to this launch of les brown's book called the law of success mm-hmm. right um so i pre-framed them that there's this launch going on for a week um and after i pre-framed them i told them that um this is the launch um is happening tomorrow and the moment cards open they are already pre-framed to go on the buying behavior to buy yeah. now what some other things that i did to to uh to increase my chances of winning is to offer bonuses right so um i tell them if you were to get this uh from this link just send send a screenshot to us i'll give you some bonuses and these bonuses can be very simple stuff and because um that niche that i was in is in a success niche i can offer free you know pdfs free mp3s whatever it is just create a simple download page where you put them all into the download buttons and just send it them mm-hmm. right so that is basically what i did pre-framing bonuses once the launch have uh once the launch goes live you know everyone was hot um and that was where i won one of the biggest contests and from then on i know the formula and yeah. i started to win even more contests you know uh anik singhal's contest i got like number number 2 and number 1 wow who have launches <laughs> yeah uh i think that was called the learn inside the launch uh inbox blueprint i think yeah mm-hmm. and then uh move on recently uh there was this lcs square launch by chad and david Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I know Devin. I know Devin. Um, know Devin. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, guy. we spoke at some events together. Uh, we, we had a couple of dinners. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. Super awesome. So he has got a launch as well. Back then, I, I got third on his uh, leaderboard. It was awesome. There's so many huge hitters over there, like big names on the board. You know, but I managed to get third for that launch. Um, I pushed yeah. so, so hard for him. Um, you know, then there's all the the mini affiliate contest that's going on. You know, and I usually get um, top two for that because uh, what I what I want is I want reciprocation, right? Um, that is huge in this industry. Yeah. So I always believe in. I mean, it's a personal value. I believe that if you want something, you give it first, right? If you want um, if you want someone to do you good, you better do it to that person first, and then that person is going to determine how much value you can offer, and they're going to do it back to you. So Try. I did that for all my launches and in return favors start coming back because these guys know that you can deliver they want you on board every launch. So if they don't deliver back at yours they are losing Then you're going to find someone else you can deliver it to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's it's reciprocation. So that's the reason why I'm so hard on this game. Uh when my product launch um it shot up to ClickBank number one. We are still on ClickBank number one in 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 our in our niche because everyone reciprocates back and there um, are like hundreds of thousands of products on clickbank oh my gosh it's huge <laughs> it's like so become number one on clickbank man yeah that, that that was that was a pretty good experience <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't forget that well i i think this can lead to a part two of the interview <laughs> <laughs> on so we have a cliffhanger here on uh, now like we talked about affiliate marketing but now you're creating your own one mm-hmm. being on the other side 
mm-hmm. instead of promoting having other people promote your stuff of course you were promoting yes. it too but yeah. now you had is is a different game is a different game when you're it on is. the other side of the coin so 100%. I, I would love to do a part two at some point and we we'll leave sure. <laughs> we we'll leave our listeners with this with, uh, nice. with this story uh, Sean, it has been Oh, man, such a great interview. Love brainstorming with you. I'm sure that all our listeners, we got people like sending hearts here on Facebook. So thank you for, for being live as well. Um, I want to check in with you. Uh, if someone wants to reach out to you, what is the best way? Um, if you want to promote Perpetual Income 365 as an affiliate, you can always hop on to Perpetual Income 365, the new marriage 365.com JV. That's joint venture JV. Um, you can sign up as an affiliate there. Um, so that's if you want to be an affiliate, if you want to be a partner with me, if you want to reach out to me with uh, joint venture requests, you know, you want me to hit your product, um, you can always reach me out on Skype. Um, and my Skype ID is Sean Josiah, S-H-A-W-N-J-O-S-I-A-H. Um, I'm the only Asian Sean Josiah in the world. So you, you can definitely find it's me. Gonna, <laughs> if you see someone called Sean Josiah with an Asian face, that's it. That's it. <laughs> That's me. That's me. It's one and only one. <laughs> All right. That's brilliant. So the links are going to be in the show notes. So make sure you connect with Sean. Anything around product launches, uh, around uh, like if you want to be an affiliate of, uh, of definitely his, his product, but as well, if you want to learn about affiliate marketing, I know he has a lot going on. So make sure that uh, reach out to Sean, have a chat with him. If you have a product to launch and you're looking for a great affiliate, I know we have a lot of big players as well that are listening to this podcast. So um, if that's you, reach out because... Uh, I can say, like I've seen, I've seen how much your business has grown just in the past three years, and yeah, it is. So, like, I, I remember the conversations that we had, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy for you. I'm just really Thank super you. happy for you because I know how hard you work and how much passion you have and the service that you provide. So, I can just wish you all the best for the future. I know this is just Thank the you. beginning, so is. Yeah. this is just the beginning. I'm excited <laughs> for you for for the future to come. So. Thank you, man. I awesome. appreciate it. No worries, Simone. Thank you for ha- having me. Really appreciate all the help you've given me so far as well. You know, without those times, you know, I couldn't progress. Right? It's always, always in, in life, whatever people that you meet, people that do good to you, there's always a reason for that. You know, and you, who knows if you do good back, it's going to come back at you, right? It's going to come back so good at you. One way so. or another. <laughs> we don't know from where, but it's going to come back. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, for watching. If you're watching live, thank you for being here. If you have been uh, if you've been uh, listening on the show on the podcast, make sure you subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, and as well, if you haven't, uh, um, if you're watching on YouTube, maybe watching the recording on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll see you next time for another episode of Explore Your Expert Business Show. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week, we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us, and that's how you can help us grow the show. Also, remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes, or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. 
And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.